0: Cynic Empowerment.
1: Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Sir, excuse me. Excuse me. Are, are you, are you Huang Young Fu? Oh, yes. You, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is I. You see, we've been looking for somebody to give this awesome prize to. You see, like, do you accept the prize that's in uh, my bag?
0: You know, I, I, I could use some good news. I I, I could go for a prize. Uh, Wait, is finger. that an eviction notice? Fuck. Did you tie an eviction notice Fuck. to your middle finger? I did. I was painstakingly
1: Wait. tied in the moment that I was flipping. <laughs>
0: <coughs> my mother is a mother pheasant plucker i no wait i am a mother pheasant plucker you're the most pleasant mother pheasant plucker who has ever plucked, plucked a, a mother pheasant. pheasant that was my favorite one that was my favorite one too That was a good one i always love
1: that one um could <laughs> never get uh, miss pudgy Woodgy's square cut punch oh
0: Miss Pudgy Wudgy had a square cut punt, not, not a, a punt, punt cut but
1: square, square,
0: but a square, square cut, cut punt. punt. It is square it was rounded the
1: stern around, and, and, and blunt in the front. In the front.
0: Yeah, blunt in the front. Miss Pudgy Wudgy had a square cut punt. Yeah, that yeah. was that one just that set was up. Perfect. That's just designed for you to fail. Yeah,
1: pretty much. It's pretty great though. <laughs> Listeners, I, you you should try as well. <laughs>
0: That In being front of said, your family members. <laughs> well, welcome everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn,
1: and I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone. Oh man, uh, do you have any good uh, tongue twisters, Jimmy? <laughs> I think I think I went through my,
0: my two ones. Uh, there was one that was really long. It was let me think here, um, a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black. Wait, on a big black block in a something-something
1: prison. does this have anything to do with, like, getting somebody to accidentally say penis or or something? No, 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 it's not one of the penis ones, no. God damn it.
0: No, Uh,
1: I like those. You like the penis ones?
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, I don't have any penis ones, but she slits the sheets, the sheets she slits upon the slitted sheets she sits.
1: What, what's it trying to get me to say? Shit. <laughs> it's trying to make you say
0: she shits the sheets, she the sheets, shits the she sheets. shits upon the shitted She's, sheets she sits. You get it? You get it?
1: Oh. That's so funny. A-ooga. I like it. You got to be really careful about where where that shit actually goes, you know, like when you're trying to clean shit up, especially cow shit. You got to make sure you put it in the appropriate receptacles and or Don't scoop up a big cow patty and throw it into the cat food that you're trying to make for rich people's cats.
0: Right, exactly. If I was a farmer that was responsible for raising cattle that was going to be chopped up in the little tiny bits and put into little tiny tin cans Mm -hmm. that was going to be sold to rich assholes that are willing to pay $5 for a can of cat food, I would definitely try my hardest not to put cow shit into any of those cans uh, definitely not cow shit of cows that are suffering from bovine tuberculosis that would be a really bad idea i don't know why i just feel like that would be a really really bad idea for my economic endeavors
1: <laughs> uh i mean i guess if you're trying to make money but what if you're trying to take out as many wealthy cats and their cat owner's as possible. That's oh a well, in that idea. case,
0: then the, the, that's a logical. That's the logical next step is to market your cat food as really expensive cat food that's supposed mm-hmm. to be grain free and I don't know, oh natural and whatever else they put on uh, expensive ass cat food to convince people that the, your cat food won't kill their cats while other cat foods will
1: precisely we
0: we've kind of talked about this before and how uh all, all pet food and and the treats associated with them are basically just trying to convince the owners that if they really 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 love their pet they'll buy your cat food and if they buy the other ones and their pet will die
1: yeah uh or or they'll be malnourished or um they'll be eating what the proletariat cats are eating and you know you got to have that that clear vision <laughs> Otherwise, they yeah. will not know how the social hierarchy actually works. You know, exactly you want all
0: your cats to be bourgeois cats. You don't want no fucking proletariat cats up in your house.
1: That's right. Because uh, then they'll start like, you know, rioting or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. They'll rise up against
1: you and then yeah, they'll hey, have a revolution. Food. food that has cow shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: us french cats will not stand for this oppression (laughs) we will all make a cat guillotine out of our litter box and eradicate (laughs) all our er, eradicate all our bourgeois cat owners yes
1: so this story (laughs) very nice uh, this story is about uh the natural instinct line uh natural wild venison cat food. Whoa, 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 not natural, natural. Natural. That's how you gotta say it. <laughs> I like it. It is in uh it is in quotation marks, so that exactly. very well
0: could have uh, when you put,
1: yeah. the unusual pronunciation that Jimmy is exhibiting.
0: Exactly. When you put quotation marks around the word natural, it has to be pronounced natural. Are you sure that they're not trying to be cheeky? They're just like,
1: haha, it's natural. <laughs> not. Because yeah, tuberculosis is definitely not
0: natural. That's probably what they're trying to say, but
1: fuck them. Yeah. It was marketed as being a healthier option to regular pet food, but after uh, the University of Edinburgh was looking into uh, the reasons why a bunch of cats homes in Britain had uh, contracted bovine tuberculosis... Uh, they started seeing it pop up uh, in a little bit more concentration. Uh, Let's see. We had uh, dozens of cats at first. Six cats later were taken to vet practices. Uh, Tests were confirmed. I think we have uh, an overall count of 50. Um, And uh, a couple of the owners have been infected as well because apparently uh, bovine tuberculosis uh, is one of those cross-special kind of mycobacteriums uh, that can cross that barrier.
0: I didn't so, even realize that cows or cats could contract tuberculosis. I thought that was a disease that was specifically sectioned off for humans. That's that's horrifying to imagine that yeah. you could just have these Doc Holiday fucking cows walking around. <coughs> yeah. Guess it's my time to go. Yeah. Come here little farmer. Come here, you
1: little <coughs> you're gonna die too now. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, why'd you cough in my face, you dumb cow? Yeah,
0: exactly. And then a couple <laughs> days later, you're you're coughing up along and coughing up blood too. It just seems really fucked up. There you go. And, and cats, I've read stories about cats. People waking up with their pet cat just sitting on their chest. Just imagine like waking up with your cat sitting on your chest and coughing into your face. You think it's just a little fun and games, and then a few days later, now you have contracted full blown tuberculosis. Yeah. As, that's absolutely awful. That's pretty bad. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? What
1: do you do then? Do you just kill your cat? I, I guess. I don't fucking know. I mean, that's that's a little bit... It's like silly, vindictive behavior, but you... you uh, I don't know. Maybe you just die with the cat, right? Uh, like, you uh, accept the fact that you're both going down together? Well, fortunately...
0: Uh, in the 21st century, we have we have cures for things like tuberculosis, so it's not as if these cats are sending a, sentencing us to death. I mean, yes, if we <laughs> lived in some third-world country where we didn't have access to medical care, yeah, I would kill the fucking cat. Thank right?
1: you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm glad you brought up the third-world country aspect because if you will refer to one of our earlier episodes oh about uh, plagues and diseases. Pl- plagues
0: of our time. That's
1: right. Some old school... Uh, Tuberculosis is still one of the primary uh, killers of human beings today. That's
0: true. But uh, as you mentioned earlier, primarily third world countries don't have access to appropriate care in order to cure the disease. So Mm -hmm. uh, I guess for poverty. poverty. Well, yeah. Yeah. Literally.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, That'll do it. Don't have access to the monies and stuff. Uh, Unlike these... uh, Dig bags that are buying like super right. expensive, expensive ass cat food.
0: Right. So, so I guess in this case, the silver lining is that if you can afford expensive ass venison, all natural cat food, you can probably also afford whatever medical expenses you will encounter
1: uh, yeah.
0: due to your tuberculosis. So, I
1: I guess that's the silver lining. Pay for the super specific cat immunization version for bovine um tuberculosis and of course everything just magically goes away i bet that is like a 40 i don't know probably 40 dollars vaccination something like that for that specifically
0: the bovine tuberculosis
1: well i'm i would i would reckon that it's at least multiple times more than the regular human tuberculosis vaccine which i believe was around eight dollars damn to produce jesus it's nothing Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super cheap. And
0: uh, yet still people die from it. So,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> still sad. Yeah. So so uh, for all, all intents and purposes sad.
1: Mhm. Oh man. Well, b. Yeah. Silver lining. I think this one's pretty easy. Yeah. You know. Uh you know, rich, crazy cat people are, are getting sick with bovine tuberculosis. Yeah, this, what you,
0: this is what you get, assholes, for caring about your cat so much. You deserve to be sick for caring about your pets.
1: Yeah, fucking get them. I'm trying to take care of your pet better better yeah.
0: than your neighbor. Oh, man, that oh, it sounds like you got some pets in the background that are suffering. I
1: do. It's like, it wants to come in, it wants to go out wants <laughs> everything it wants to do all the time. Take two of upset
0: yep. dogs in the background.
1: Oh, Before
0: yeah. we had dogs coughing up a lung. Now <laughs> we have dogs crying.
1: Boom. And now the dog's outside. And I'm sure that it won't whimper again to try to... Get,
0: <laughs> get back inside.
1: Right that
0: definitely won't happen. Yep. Dogs don't do that. Nope. Never.
1: They always have a perfect amount of forethought... They know exactly what they're doing all the time. Yep. Yes, very you know intelligent who, animals. You know
0: who else always knows exactly what they're doing all the time? Uh, Dystopian totalitarian dictators. Holy shit, you read my fucking mind. It's as Boom. if you've been watching me with some <laughs> advanced security system to know exactly what I
1: was going to say before I was going to say it. Yeah, I've got I've got my uh my Orwellian 5000 installed in your uh in your webcam there.
0: Oh, damn dude, damn. Mm-hmm. It's fucking raw, man.
1: I, I can like see that. that
0: you're not wearing pants. Oh shit. Now I know that you're wrong because I am wearing pants. Shit. <laughs> got him. It's worth I a can, shot. I can live in peace now. Yep. Now I know that you actually have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, just uh, pretend like I have no idea what's going on in your room or with your uh, your social credits. <laughs> I won't. I know. I know because I have this little magic app that I can bring up at any time in order to see exactly where Jimmy is and what is all his personal information is. And then once I have access to his phone number, I'm going to call his phone and it's going to ring and it's going to be a very Hello? specific type of ringtone. Hello? Hello? It'll be like, hello. I'm a motherfucking social credit debtor. Oh no! I, I,
0: I, I know I shouldn't have answered an unknown number. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, That's what, what you happens. get. That's what you get. Exactly what I get. Yeah, Because uh, everybody knows that uh, the good people always pay their debts. It's not just the Lannisters. God damn it.
0: I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but I'm mad from that reference.
1: So our next
0: story is uh, essentially China for a little while now has been implementing a social credit system where essentially in in, in the United States, we're all familiar with a, a credit score and the ways in which it can affect our life and prevent us from renting property or getting a car loan or other things of that nature. But basically, the Chinese social credit system is taking that same kind of model and then ramping it up to the next level. And uh, it, it bars you from all the similar things that a poor credit score would, such as getting a car loan Or finding adequate housing, but also other things such as getting a job that pays well. Or let's say you're trying to take a flight from one part of China to another that would take three hours. Instead, you may be refused getting that flight and be forced to instead take a 30-hour train ride, which will only extremely delay you because there's obviously a huge difference between a three-hour flight and a 30-hour train ride. Mm-hmm. So basically inc- inconvenience you in all sorts of ways, sorts of ways. Yeah, you become a second-class citizen.
1: Um, the, these people are, are known as laulai, and it's a don't – don't use that term unless you're intentionally trying to be discriminatory. And I don't know exactly how pejorative that term is. Or like what it translates to? Right. So I'm, let's see. I'm... Let's see what Google Translate
0: says. We have the internet. Let's see here. Right. Google Translate. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type in Lao Lie. Lao Lai translates to Lao Lai. L A O L A
1: I. L A O L A I. Yep. That's it. Damn it.
0: Old. Yeah. It translates to old. Old. That's the direct translation. Google Translate sucks sometimes,
1: but yeah, it say says
0: so. it means
1: old. <laughs> um, well, they it is the the way that the article they were reading from puts it. They're uh, a deadbeat caste system. Uh, all of the people that uh, would be subjected to the horrors of this dystopian nightmare. Oh, so old? Yeah, they're old.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you basically describe what old means. Yep, pretty
1: much. Um, okay, that makes sense. So they're the people that are having to ride the slow trains. They're the people that are going to be on the Deadbeat map, um, which is apparently an app on WeChat uh, mm-hmm. in which uh, each individual who is uh, an ascribed laolai is going to be identified. So whoa, whoa, whoa. The...
0: Hold up, Tim. Do, do, does our audience know what WeChat is? Do they know what WeChat is? Yeah. Do you know what WeChat is?
1: Uh, is it, uh, well, tell us, Jimmy.
0: WeChat is basically the social media app and or the equivalent of WhatsApp, but for the Chinese. So the Chinese don't have access to Facebook because they don't want Mark Zuckerberg spying on their population. And so they have to resort to WeChat in order to use online messaging for their friends.
1: Mm, yeah. And, uh, we know that, uh... Some of these uh, some of these message board communities sometimes contain uh, this like weird vigilantism element or a supremacist kind of element uh, that is very difficult to regulate. So some communities can go rampant with their ideologies uh, and it. Sometimes produces crazy things like this, like a map in which you can find people who are are debtors, scumbags with a lot of their information and and other things that you can use to uh intentionally harm them.
0: I used WeChat at once once upon a time,
1: yeah
0: it yeah go? so uh are you familiar with the app okay Cupid yeah. So back when I was single, I'm not single anymore, so I don't have this app anymore. But back when I was single, so Tinder, it kind of restricts you to people that live in your immediate vicinity, and OkCupid, basically, you can find people all over the world. And so uh, back when I was a stud on the market, there was (laughs) uh, an individual who happened to be uh, of Chinese origins who messaged me uh, when I was using OkCupid, and basically, they said I don't even, I guess I was just that desperate that any girl had interest in me. So basically they so said they couldn't message me that often on OkCupid and that they could talk easier if I used WeChat. So I downloaded WeChat so I could talk to this Chinese girl that was on the other side of the world. Just because it was literally the only person that had any interest in my existence as a human being. Nice. I was like, ah, uh, fuck it. I'll talk to this fucking human being even though I know this is absolutely going to go nowhere, but that's how men brains work. And yes. so that's what I did. And, and basically the entire relationship was her complaining to me about this chinese dude that she actually liked that had no interest in her and basically talking to me about chinese standards of how since him as a man chinese men make significantly more than chinese women that he could pay for all of their i don't know living expenses and things of that nature and that he wasn't willing to do that or wasn't going to do that and and then we we obviously stopped talking after a certain amount of time but
1: Yep. Well, did it you happened. end up cutting it off or did she?
0: I think it was a little bit of both, of realizing that I lived in fucking America and she lived in China, so why was I wasting my time talking to this person?
1: Yeah, it wasn't gonna happen.
0: Yeah, there was there was nothing happening there. I think it was more of like a cultural exchange than, than of like, hey yo girl, show me your titties. And of her like, hey <laughs> yo dude, show me your dick, right? It wasn't it wasn't that kind of relationship, it was more of like I live in America. I live in Kentucky. Oh, I live in, I can't even remember where. I live in so and so in
1: China. Oh, that's neat. So it's pretty lucky that nobody put you on uh, some kind of deadbeat watch. Oh, I might be. You, Who knows? You?
0: I could be. I don't fucking know. I'm not Chinese, so I don't have to worry about that kind of <laughs> shit. I could be on a fucking Chinese watch list for all I know. Of like, this is guys obviously a pervy American for wanting to talk to a Chinese national. If he ever comes into any of our airports, black bag him immediately and take him away for questioning. He's obviously some kind of I don't know American spy trying to dig up information about our people. You don't yep.
1: know. It could happen. I could see this uh, this like radar map, and you have all these little like heads that are popping up in China. But then you zoom yeah. like way, way out, and in Louisville, yeah. Kentucky, there's like exactly. one little there's one little guy over there. Like, who is <laughs> yeah. that? Jimmy Horn. Jimmy what? Horn. What the Who's, fuck? Who is that? Oh. What? Oh my god.
0: Why is his credit score negative one thousand? What the hell did he do? Oh, he plays video games all the time, and he tries to flirt with Chinese nationals. What a piece of shit he's terrible we should change his we should change his ringtone (laughs) yeah exactly but anyways yeah this is definitely some 1984 creepy bullshit yeah oh man pretty fucking weird so
1: where is this headed
0: who knows because this has been implemented only within the last uh few years so we, we've already got this basic understanding of the extent of which you can destroy your life. And so on some level, I'm kind of skeptical of this article written by uh, Stephen Mosher, who mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him, but I'm assuming is an American native. Like this is on the New York Post website. So basically this article is trying to paint the picture of saying that Chinese are crazy and they implement this ridiculous right. social credit system that destroys people's lives and, and, and prevents them from having a
1: a decent standard of living, right? Yeah. Creating second-class citizens. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, well, really trust the pro- post as like a, a reasonable, I mean, it's pretty much a tabloid. Well, right.
0: Well, that all aside, it, it acts as if the, the credit system in the United States isn't literally the exact same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It, it It prevents you from getting decent housing. It prevents you from getting a car loan. It prevents you from so many different avenues of your life. It's just maybe not quite as intrusive as the social credit system in China is, that will ding you and consider you a low life for playing too many video games, right? Yeah. Our, our credit score hasn't gotten to that extent of intrusiveness within our lives, so maybe it's not as bad, but it doesn't mean that we're
1: not, you know, close to something like that, right? Well, I understand that we have a very complicated credit system here in the United States, or at least it's more complicated than than I'm able to Fully comprehend, so mm-hmm. uh, could be very simple. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think this this problem could be curbed pretty easily if you could better regulate the institutions that were doling out the credit to begin with, mm-hmm. um, instead of putting all the responsibility on individual parties, who of course are going to seek uh, a higher quality of life for themselves and their families. Uh, So why wouldn't they, you know, buy a little extra something here or there or, uh, you know, use this, this, uh, you know, supposedly free money that's coming from a magic piece of plastic in their wallet? Right. And not to say that, you know, uh, uh, credit cards are are the only way in which you can incur a bad credit score. Um, But it, it is a way to kind of like keep them under the thumb of these large banking institutions. Um right. so it's it's not necessarily just a government issue like the New York Post is trying to to play up. It's like oh, you know, look at look at what this uh, dystopian totalitarian yeah. authoritarian government is doing. It's like right. It's happening right now with a lot of private banking institutions as well, but right. not looking at that the same way because they're like oh, well, you know, those individuals were making their own choices. It's like n- not exactly. Like Yeah, right. It's 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 way oversimplified. Um Exactly. But that that's the that's really the takeaway, right? Like, uh, just yeah, to, yeah. Be aware of the fact that these like imaginary numbers are controlling our lives.
0: <laughs> right. No matter what, what what society you live in, whether it's China or the United States, there's these things that are outside our control, uh, to some extent that uh, have, let's say, more of an influence than they should on the way we conduct our lives the way that we live them. So, Tim, with all of this in mind, what is the silver lining to the social credit system of China? Hmm.
1: Well, I didn't really see anything in the article about uh, these programs de-incentivizing, taking out credit. It still seemed like there were plenty of people that were being targeted by... These apps. So I don't think that the silver lining can possibly be that if this were the case, and New York Post is actually, uh, you know, doling out some kind of true factual story, that uh, we could say that the credit system is actually helping. And I don't think that that's the case. Uh, Silver lining. uh, Yikes! I don't know, man. That's that's actually really hard. Hey,
0: uh, reading here furthering the article, it seems like this credit system is creating narcs where people will narc on their neighbors for praying, whether it's to the Christian God or whether it's Uyghur people praying to Allah. So that's good, right? Creating a society that narcs on one another. That's positive, <laughs> right? We want
1: that. Oh, yeah, it's like it's uh, bringing people from both sides of the religious spectrum, at least. Together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to narc on each other. I don't Whatever. Right.
0: Nope, wait, no, that's bad too. Hmm.
1: I guess it's it goes to show it's like if we uh if we speak on topics like this, we could see that those types of um apps especially uh those that target certain groups of people, whether they be debtors, whether they be religious or ethnic groups, mm-hmm. that kind of shit real bad, real dangerous, and real scary. Mm-hmm. so you need to make sure that everybody at least has. Their privacy. How we do that? I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if you could try to use that technology in reverse it. like a like a truly uh, like caveman slamming his head into a keyboard trying to figure <laughs> out how to type a sentence. You know, <laughs> or just reverse it and figure it out. Uh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's yeah, pretty hard trying to find a like a positive to people being spied on by their government because. I mean, I guess it's basically trying to make the argument that by them spying on them and dinging them and creating uh, negative situations if they don't follow what they deem to be good uh, social behaviors will incentivize people to, you know, promote good social behaviors. But I I really can't square that circle and say that, yeah, that'll definitely happen. So maybe there's really not a... uh a positive from this except for that, you know, creditors get a reason to discriminate against people.
1: <laughs> it
0: gives creditors an excuse to discriminate that's outside of people's identity in much the same way that credit scores give people that excuse in the United States to discriminate against people of giving them housing in the same mm-hmm. way this will allow people to discriminate against individuals just for having the shitty score which I still don't think is a silver lining but it's the only one that uh, is present.
1: Of silver lining. Oh, I've got one. Uh, people that are just rushing around in their busy, busy lives and never have an opportunity to actually just stop and smell the roses mm-hmm. are now taking the slow train.
0: <laughs> literally. They are literally taking a slow train. They are literally spending 30 hours of their waking life trying to get from point A to point B because they're not allowed to get on an airplane. That's right. That's a luxury yeah. for some. It's pretty nice. Some people pay shit tons of money to ride the train from Chicago to other places in the United States.
1: Yep. Just cause. For fun. it's It's just a fun thing. They're like, oh, look at how, like,. How well it rolls on the tracks, and like all the cool things that I
0: can see in slow motion ah, it's just utterly novel, like I could totally drive a car or fly a plane and be way quicker, but wow you I wouldn't be looking at this right here right now out my
1: window unless I was taking this train with my sweet l- wife Bertha, yep, and then they have like they have like little hats on like little conductor hats that like say the name of of the train on the front of them <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty great, yeah. Got these in the gift shop before we
0: got on. <laughs> before we got on. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm just glad that this train supplies a Chicago sensibility and serves us lots of hot dogs and sausages. You know, we have a rich <laughs> butcher and Ooh, meat facility culture. Oh, they got little Vienna sausages. Oh, I feel so at home and cozy on this train.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like poverty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> we're gonna be making uh, some t-shirts <laughs> oh yeah we're gonna make some
0: t-shirts in your future and it's gonna say vienna sausages taste like poverty and you know yep. we, we would be truly touched if you all would be interested in buying one located at your local walmart or other yep. shitty graphic t-shirt selling store <laughs>
1: Help take us out of poverty. Yeah,
0: help take us out of poverty.
1: <laughs> that way we don't have to eat And you
0: know just... what? There's probably some Chinese person in China going to be making the graphic t-shirt, and you'll be helping them out of poverty. Thank Look,
1: you. just think about
0: all the people you'll
1: be helping out of poverty by, by buying our shitty graphic t-shirt. Here, here. Oh man. Well, I tell you what. Sometimes you don't always have to buy things. Sometimes things are given. You know what I mean? I I do. But do you want to elaborate? Have you ever accepted a present and then had somebody want that present back?
0: Have I ever accepted a present? Let me think. I'm going to dig down deep into the well.
1: Yep. And And the person was like, give it back. Give it back.
0: No, usually I'm the person that says give it back. Okay. I'm that person.
1: I've definitely known some folks that have, like, had, um... You know, like a, a really nice, uh, really nice drink, like a bottle of whiskey or something like that. And yeah. they would like gift it uh, and then later come back and be like, hey, can I have that bottle back? <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why do they want it back? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they want
0: they wanted to drink it.
1: Because they it, it it hasn't happened to me personally, only to people I know. And I don't want to I don't want to mention anybody. No, 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 of course not. No, no, no. I'm just trying to understand
0: the context. I want to know the full scope of this relationship in which someone would give someone an expensive bottle of liqueur and expect it to be returned to them.
1: So. It was probably for something like a a major life event,
0: right? You you go up and... Right, someone got married. you had
1: a... Maybe like you had offspring.
0: A child, yeah. Here's
1: the thing. And then uh, later on you're like, hey, you know, uh, I really regret that I gave you that item because that item happens to be $300, for example. And then you just... uh, You want it back. (laughs) So you can what? Drink it yourself? Or, I mean... Sometimes it's really hard. Things it? yourself. You need a friend to drink you want,
0: with you. You you want to pawn it and get some of that money back, and then.
1: I mean, that's a good idea. Can you pawn supply them? your gambling addiction?
0: I just don't understand. I I don't think legally you're probably allowed. I don't think you're probably. I don't think pawn shops are allowed to sell liquor. So if you're pawning it to a liquor shop, it's because the owner of the pawn shop wants your booze.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: that's 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 where it's going to. Yep. They will they will buy your your liquor. <laughs> uh, Under the table of course, cash only. But you, in this case, what? someone gifted or did not gift some down pillows and a vibrator and wanted them back. <coughs> and no, the person,
1: Jimmy, Jimmy, wait, wait, wait. Not a vibrator. This is a magic wand massager.
0: It's a massager. It's a personal
1: <laughs> massager.
0: It, it, it massages, okay? This isn't yeah. some vibrator or some disgusting sex toy. It, it massages Dave. No, this is... Okay, don't yeah. take it out of context. It's fucking wholesome. It's <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a name and everything. His name's Roger. He's my best friend in the whole entire world, and you better give me Roger back, or otherwise I'm going to sue your ass. Yeah.
1: Roger, uh... He's a fickle bunch.
0: You know... I, you know we have all our coded slang it's just like roger roger alpha beta delta right i can go into my my world war Two reenactments right with them, where i go underneath my camouflage colored covers right because my bed is a literal battle zone in which you're not allowed it anymore you're cheating slut for cheating on me with mark i hate you give me back my massager <laughs>
1: That's my vibrator. I mean massager.
0: Massager. You're not going to be able to get off to Roger, okay? It's not okay. I don't know why I'm like resorting to this weird pseudo Chicago slash Canadian aspect. You're like going
1: farther north as you're speaking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the more I speak. It's just comfortable. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want suit. Roger back. <laughs> okay, uh, so there was this individual. This happened to be in the U.K. No, not U.K. British Columbia, B.C. My, my apologies. I guess that's why I was doing a British accent. This happened. But not. God damn it! I can't be Canadian accent because this happened to happen in Canada, uh, <laughs> where this individual uh, was divorcing someone who um, still had his precious uh hitachi uh self massager wand aka a vibrator and two down pillows in which the uh the spouse in this dispute claimed that they were gifts and that they were hers to keep where the uh the man spouse in this relationship said no they were not
1: gifts they were mine you fucking took them mm, sounds legit i'd say if i was the judge i'd be like yeah I, I got him back I mean, mm-hmm. could you think about it? And Jimmy and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, if he gives her this as a gift, right, mm-hmm. and uh, after the fact, you know, they broke up, they've parted ways, she continues yeah. to use this massager to get off, that seems kind of dirty, you know? Yeah, she – Like, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, she... like, there's this whole, like, property issue and, like, you know, you have to clearly define, like, what is or isn't the proper ownership of, you know, the 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 – the receiving party versus the giving party but i mean in all seriousness like it's it's really a shitty thing to to keep an item that's meant to be for fun and enjoyment uh and that you're going to get you know a lot of fun and enjoyment out of in the future um <laughs> right. at the expense of this person who was like hey you know i did it for for fun for us you know or fun for you as you're not really going to be able to use the wand is a guy, right? I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, what, do you,
0: what do you think this person's going to use? Because basically the, the whole thing this boils down to is they decided that the Hitachi wand wasn't a, just a gender-specific item, even though it absolutely is, right? As, as Tim and I, Tim and I did some research, okay? <laughs> Tim and I are researchers, <laughs> and uh, we typed cultural. it. Everything's factual, Mm -hmm. and uh, we typed in "massage wand" into Google, and when you type in "massage wand," you get a wonderful collection of vibrators will pop up on your Google search bar, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's basically the whole the whole premise here is that they were euphemism. They were, it it is used as a massage wand, aka vibrator. And so they were able to use the excuse here of like, oh, well, this Hitachi wand here, eh, well, we all know good and well it's for massaging that damn there clit so uh, she can get off, eh? Uh, the way that it's advertised is for massaging, you know, your anything. Yep. So, uh, this here bloke here, uh, he might appreciate having it, uh, you know, for his home because, yep. you know, uh, this guy here is friends with officer Johnson who put that lady in jail for not holding the handrail of the escalator and he's got a lot of free time. So he's going to have to massage himself while he's waiting for Supreme court. This isn't related at all to the lady that was riding the escalator and the, in the uh, a previous episode, but you know, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Yeah. I
1: mean, I guess.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You could have a buddy help him out. <laughs> you have a buddy. You, you got to have a buddy rub the... The cheating ex-girlfriend massage wand all over his back to make him feel better about his woes. Yeah, at this point, he's just being vindictive. He's just I I just don't want her to have it. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's all vindiction. He's not going to do anything with it. Mm. If anything, he's going to meet a girl later on. He's like, okay, all right, Do do I give the Hitachi wand to this other girl? i just met even though it's totally been used by my previous ex-girlfriend and told her i got it for her like how can i repackage it how can i give her this totally used hitachi wand yep. and convince her that it's totally brand new
1: you just gotta you gotta buy just a, clamshell her. packaging you know just buy
0: clamshell packaging specifically for hitachi wand
1: wouldn't it be funny that you like go on amazon and uh like the third most popular item is clamshell That's packaging kind of for magic wand right without actual it's a, there's no one it's just so that you can make it look like it's brand new again. oh my god <laughs> that would be so beautiful oh,
0: i think that's the silver lining
1: and, <laughs> kidding. Okay. uh it, yeah that's that's beautiful wouldn't it be funny if he showed back up in court like a couple weeks later <laughs> oh with like his new he has a new ex-girlfriend yeah. He's like oh, i want my hatachi want, back yeah it's like that it's that, totally that's the key to get in a relationship ladies like <laughs> priority number one ensure that they have a magic wand priority two get right. them to give you the wand
0: right it, it yeah it, it has all the benefits without the the downs of having a boyfriend
1: mm-hmm. yeah because uh yeah Batteries and stuff. Batteries.
0: I mean, I think isn't the benefit that Dachiwani you you can plug it into the wall, right? Ooh.
1: Oh, then you got wires. I guess you're not moving around a whole lot. Big deal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Also, you don't have them like uh, trying to like grope you beforehand. You just basically press the button. Just be like, bop. Exactly. Bop, 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 right. Bop. You use it when you want to use it, where
0: you want to use it. Well, like with limits. <laughs> Wait, what's the limit? Well, I mean, you can't do it in a busy parking lot. Well, as long as you don't want to use it in a busy parking lot, I think you're set. Okay. Where you want so to so anywhere it, else is fine. When you want to use it. What? Where you want to use it? When you want where, to
1: use where, it. Where I want to use it. When you want
0: to use it. Hitachi, yeah. Hitachi magic wand. I'm I'm giving you free advertising advice. <laughs> you can put that on a t-shirt. You put that on a t-shirt. Where you want to use it? When I want to use it. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, uh, nice. I don't know. Is there a silver lining to this? Is this even sad? Should we be upset about this? Uh, is there
1: even a reason why we're talking about this? It's kind of funny. I, I think it's, uh, I think the sad part is that, uh, the guy had to involve a court system in order to get his vibrator back. And the silver liner is silver liner, silver lining, the
0: silver liner,
1: uh, seems as though he wins, he's going to get it back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it says as a result of Monday's decision, ex-girlfriend will have 30 days to return the magic wand and the pillows by registered mail or courier, and she also has to pay the $125 for tribunal fees. <laughs> yeah.
0: Winner, winner. Yeah.
1: I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess if
0: if he if if they had tried, he, he probably I'm assuming he tried to settle it outside of court of just, okay, we're not dating anymore. You know, that's a $300 piece of equipment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry, but you cheated on me with Steve, and I'm not going to let you to keep that piece of equipment yep. with, having, with, with this knowledge, okay? Yep. It's just not going to work. And she was like, no,
1: I'm not going to get it back. We now know that uh, it's up to the person who received an item to prove it was meant as a gift. And her argument was just, it's a gendered item, which obviously... It, a vibrator is not a gendered specific <laughs> item.
0: This is for ladies. For you can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just dumb. That doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm going to put
0: that in my butt later. That's a, though.
1: um, one point for gender equality. There you go yeah there you go that's gender equality in a nutshell that's pretty much it that's that's all we want (laughs) out of gender equality that's that's our silver lining yep dildos are for everyone everyone but you know it's not for everyone
0: what's not for everyone religion Religion.
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah tim i can agree with that
0: i can get on that boat uh so this next story you want to know what's my favorite thing about this article what it happens to be on Reddit, and it's a religion uh, topicked, uh article, as, as we've already established. Mm-hmm. And it has a sixty-nine percent upvote rate.
1: Whoa, sixty-nine! Isn't that funny? Ba-dum, ba-dum, it's funny
0: because because our last
1: because our our
0: last subject was about sexy time stuff, and this one's about religion, and it's sixty-nine percent, it's
1: hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, this isn't a childish podcast at all. <laughs> no, we're very serious. We're serious. <laughs> I I would expect Reddit to upvote uh, a, an article of this nature, though, that it does make a a little bit of sense. Um, yeah, because it's uh so. it's once again denouncing the uh, moral superiority of religious groups. Uh, well, big surprise that. Religious groups think they're morally superior to others. Other groups, that is. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. If anybody that has experienced uh, any type of organized religion, uh, I'm sure, has gotten to that point where you're looking around the room and there are people around that are uh, engaging in um, you know, non-monogamous sex or eating pork uh, or – um, I don't know. Uh, what what's what's some fun stuff you can't do when you when you're religious? Uh, gamble. Yeah, people lie. are gambling. They're lying. Smoke. They're murdering drink. people all around. Ooh, yikes! And you're sitting here um, just looking at that them one. like, oh man, I wish I could do all that kinds of stuff. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pretend that I'm better than them as a way to justify the fact that I'm not doing all these fun things. Yeah, so not quite. <laughs> uh, man,
0: uh, so basically, this article here—we're uh, not just blowing smoke out of her butts. It, it was this is according to a Pew uh, Research Center study that was conducted in September of 2018 where basically they surveyed uh, individuals, primarily uh, Americans, uh, and they basically found that people more or less... Um, believed that the that the uh, religion of which well actually it wasn't even just fucking United States I'm a piece of shit this is all kinds of places all over the world yep. people of Indonesia Nigeria and Kenya South Africa Brazil Philippines India United States and other places basically had a um, a survey a cert- well within the survey they they found that they had a a favored stance toward their religion and believe that the the religion of which they were a part of was superior yeah, superior it's better. And okay to word it's to say simple, yeah simple it's better better yeah that basically that the religion the religious group they were part of was
1: better than i don't know other groups yeah or other people that weren't a part of that group now i'm sure a lot of you guys are probably rolling your eyes right now thinking well yeah duh like how many religious people have I met over the course of my life that were willing to tell me that I was I was wrong in my life choices or that because I was uh not doing whatever it is they wanted me to do that I was going to burn forever as a result of these choices. You know I was like that's that's some pretty hoity toity high horse shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, yeah I, I don't I don't even know. know how you can you can't you can't <laughs> logically get to that point in your mind. Like not not unless you literally think that you can talk to the creator of the universe.
0: Well, just to come out of my uh, religious upbringing closet, I, I there's definitely I feel like an internal uh, circular circular logic to most religions because uh, on their basis alone, uh, religions are illogical, right? It requires faith, which is a tenet of most religions in order to be a practicing member of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so in order to bridge the gap of logic to faith of why you would uh, participate and take part in said religion, I feel like you have to create other mental mental justifications uh, of why you're doing it as opposed to just being a non-religious individual. Yeah, and I think. Uh, maybe not all of it but but part of the justification uh comes from at least I know I can speak for myself personally when I was a religious person uh from a um a religious superiority of well the reason why I'm doing this is because it's the right thing to do or it's a correct thing to do or yeah. um there wouldn't be law and order if people didn't believe in this kind of shenanigans
1: right yeah Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and yeah. that's a, that's a pretty confident statement to say like that your belief system is, is independently holding up law and order or, or, you right. know, or well, people basis that. of like natural, natural
0: law. Or yeah. Or morality, period. <laughs> like morality, yeah, morality would morality
1: not exist. If, religion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm sure that that's, I'm sure that that's an oversimplification. And I know that if I, if one of us was, overtly religious that we would probably have a few other things to say about that um yeah yeah in that uh you know it's like oh it's completely independent or that uh or that you know it's it's not being egotistical it's just like you know i I, they you have to find ways to be able to um cognitively disdain yourself from uh you know, from your belief system, because if one of your tenets happens to also be uh, an avoidance of hubris, then how in the world can you in the at the same time say that you uh, speak to the creator of the universe or that, you know, best for everyone's life uh, or, that right. you know, you follow a, a, a higher uh, moral standard than the remainder of those who don't believe like you do. It's like right. it's, it's a it's a bit of a juggling act you know it's 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 difficult i i mean i think
0: even people that listen to this that may be religious i don't know if any of those exist but if they do i think they would even own up to the fact that religion is inherently not maybe necessarily a uh, a thinking system based on logic so there's allowed to be facets of it that don't necessarily you know uh make sense from a logical standpoint so maybe the non I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Connecting parts of the things that we're we're basically saying, you know, don't necessarily have to make sense. You just need faith. But yeah, uh... you know what I mean? I mean, you can you can counter, you know, I'm not saying it's a good shield, but you can you can counter most criticisms of uh, any religious group of just you know, run around the word faith
1: mm-hmm. uh, For better or worse Right um, So for those of you that want to Look into the um, The references For this article In a little bit more detail They are um, Being Christian in Western Europe By the Pew Research Center This was done in April and August Of 2017 Um we have um, Moral Stereotypes, Moral Self-Image, and Religiosity um, by Ward and King, um, and that uh, can be found on APA PsychNet if you're interested in, uh, interested in that one as well. But all in all, it's telling you exactly what… You guys probably already know. It's just – it's given us a little bit more of a factual basis uh, with some nice, cleanly laid out survey data for us to examine. So,
0: Yay. Boom.
1: Yay. Good.
0: Great. So, Tim, what is the silver lining to people that are a part of a particular – religious group believing they're superior to other well, groups
1: I, I, that, that that there's not a silver <laughs> lining there but i know that the silver <laughs> lining about the situation in which we find ourselves is that we now have evidence that supports uh, the notion that these individuals think they are uh, morally superior wait, so wait, how is that how's that good how is it how's it good that we're able to identify them as being such yeah
0: what what's our cost benefit analysis? What are we getting
1: out of this? Well, I guess you're kind of saying like, oh, well, why is it uh, why is it valuable to know that uh, a neo Nazi would would uh you know like do terrible things against?
0: Or right, yeah, I I, I well, get Well, I mean, yeah, I mean the neo is the extreme uh, the outlier, right? I, I'm just but, trying to think
1: like, would know why is it valuable to know if a Nazi would kill a Jew? You know like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean that's the outlier, right? Like the main the main people surveyed in this were just like, my name is uh, George, and I'm Amish, and you know I just think the Amish people are better than all the other peoples, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, and 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 George just you know wants to build carriages for his horses and ride in the town once a month to buy." frosted flakes, right? That's all George wants. George doesn't want to kill any Jews, right? Well,
1: I think that even to the even to the average layperson and I think that we can both kind of ascribe to being lay people. Uh Oh, I'm a, a layperson if you know what uh, I mean. I'm a layperson. Uh this uh this gives us a little bit more evidence into uh, or a little bit more insight into these communities of people, um, and I know that it, it strengthens the argument that religion might not be the way to go, um, simply because uh, you know, like you, you don't want to be full of hubris, you don't want to be prideful, and you certainly don't want to think that the in group is automatically better than the out group just because they believe things similarly to what you do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. these are these are. These are pretty basic things, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not to mention, like there are, are certain tenets within uh, many religious groups that um, prioritize in, in inclusiveness and, uh, you know, treating uh, treating your uh, community with respect and love. And having a, an air of moral superiority certainly doesn't do that. So it flies in the face of. Those groups and what they claim to believe and labels them as hypocrites rather than, um, you know, people who are legitimately trying to do good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> the silver lining is the survey itself for yep. giving us knowledge and insight <laughs> into the true intentions of maybe not everybody, but a large majority of the people mm-hmm. uh, surveyed in the study.
1: Here, 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 here. Yep.
0: Hey, 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 George, you Amish fuck. This is a podcast used by electricity and internet. You're not even supposed to be listening to this, George. Get the hell out. Yeah,
1: why are you even here, man? That's so lame. You should go put, like, a bit of straw in your mouth and hop on your, hop on your wagon and get your horse to yeah. pull you get down, the hell out by, of here. down the publicly financed highways that you don't pay for. Yeah, you piece of shit <laughs> yeah real nice i like that chin strap though that's a nice beard that's a nice beady chin strap you got yeah keep the chin
0: strap get rid of your egotistic motivation <laughs>
1: <boys>. <laughs> yeah get them
0: <laughs> um, but you want to know what's not motive wait do we have anything else i don't think so i think did that we, was- Did we wait did we reach the end of our rope damn i really wanted to have another segue
1: yeah damn dude that's all i got we need to talk about what's making us sad fuck man
0: shit damn it
1: are you disappointed in yourself
0: i was i'm only disappointed in myself in the extent that i really wanted another segue like i was i was right there i was on the tip of my tongue and then i realized that i had no more rope left to pull (laughs) rope left to pull
1: i don't know (laughs)
0: Sounds like right. Sounds like you're trying to masturbate. God damn it! Oh, if only I had my hitachi on. I'm still waiting for that stupid
1: self. How do you use that to masturbate? Send it back. Oh, you know. You just hold it on the end. Yeah. That seems a little bit like less a, than entertaining. It's, a, it's like a little massager for my my little man. From home, man.
0: From a little soldier. <laughs> A little soldier yeah. <laughs> don't tell me what don't really tell me tell me what he does and doesn't deserve
1: yep <laughs> <sighs>
0: okay mm. well mm. on that note tim what's it making
1: you a sad it's
0: making me a sad what's it making you a sad a person let's
1: see let's see uh i think uh i think my boots are wearing out
0: boots are wearing out is that a euphemism
1: <laughs> is that a euphemism <laughs> uh no it's not i think my boots are wearing out i got my i got these work boots right uh mm-hmm. but i'm about to be done where i'm currently working so mm. i'm trying to just like ignore the fact that i need new boots <laughs>
0: Well do you think that there may be a possibility that in the future while you may not need those boots for where you're currently working in the future you may need boots in the future
1: just in a general sense yeah i mean it's that's a possibility but i don't know i'm i'm going to be i'm going to be back in tennessee land where uh do people just not need boots there? Yeah. Is that just like a boot-free country, yeah, they Tennessee? They don't wear
0: shoes. So you're afraid that if you buy boots now, uh-huh. then you'll be completely worthless in Tennessee, where everyone runs around
1: barefoot. Yeah, I want. I don't want to wear shoes either. I mean, to be honest. So that's why I'm moving mm. there because I hear that it's gonna be like I'm gonna be with my own people. You know, mm. it's mm. it's pretty great and give each other. Um, Big ol' foot hugs.
0: Foot hugs. I think there's a specific category for that in porn. Yep.
1: Hugs. <laughs> foot hugs.
0: <laughs> it involves a Hitachi wand, though. Mm, nice. What are you sad about, Jimmy? Oh, too many things. Too many? Should I go through the list? Yeah, man. get Hit me. All right, so I apologize now ahead of time, audience, but here's the list. So I recently found out I've been saying the word. I'm going to say it correctly here, just for for reference. The word exponentially wrong my entire life. I've been saying the word exponentially wrong my entire life. I'm saying it correct right now because I've learned the correct you way. It? But up until Expo- a very exponentially.
1: Are you trying to say exponentially?
0: Exponentially. See, I'm still saying it wrong. I still haven't figured it out. It's exponentially. You know, you're right. It is
1: exponentially. Yay! <laughs>
0: you want to know what I have been saying? See, I, I still haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, I'm still trying to say it correctly. It's exponentially, right? Right. That's the correct way, right? You don't want to know how I have been saying it. It's not that 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 wasn't even the way I've been mispronouncing it. I've been mispronouncing it so long. I still can't say it correctly. Do you want to know what I was saying before you just corrected me on how I was still saying it wrong? What were you saying? I've been saying expo den chilly my entire fucking life exponentially leg. i thought there was a den not a nen i thought there was a fucking den and the word expo- exponentially N-tually. that's
1: not too far I, off
0: but it's far off enough <laughs> that i'm ashamed of my fucking self because i it, when things like that happen it makes you second guess that you have any intelligence as a human being what? How can I be taken seriously if I've been saying exponentially, exponentially wrong my stare life? And then I was so conflicted about saying it incorrectly that I started saying exponentially just five seconds ago on this fucking podcast, Tim.
1: That's pretty great. I, it's horrible. I, I'm sure that there's been a couple of times that I've improperly pronounced various words. Until you were 26? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so that's sad thing number one. We're not done though with the laundry list. Sad thing number two is I wore a black shirt to work today, and uh, it, it reminds me that my forehead's basically a snow globe because I had so much white shit on my fucking shirt.
1: Oh gosh.
0: I have bad skin. Oh poor goodness. <laughs> so I just had to live with myself, just whenever I look down, just see a bunch of white flakes and be like, "Yep, that's my forehead." You're still there. <laughs> still there
1: nice yeah i get that dude i I have um i actually have psoriasis uh which kind of blows yeah but
0: does it make you feel like you have you have snowflake for skin like like a like a snow globe like there's a like there's a snow globe living on you yeah It just it's just like raining down little snowflakes on your body
1: (laughs) that actually sounds pretty nice it sounds nicer than the reality that's for certain Mm mm-hmm Little, little snowflakes. All time just following you around. Do they make you chilly? Every time. You know, cold snowflakes? Hmm?
0: It, it, it's like the skin on my forehead is just saying, Do you want to
1: build a snowman?
0: <laughs> and I say, No, forehead. I don't want to build a snowman. Please stop.
1: Daddy, can you hear me? Is that the song?
0: No, it, 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 from the, the Frozen movie. No, I think you mean, Daddy, can you hear me? I don't know. Maybe I was singing oh, to Papa, the beat. Oh, Papa, can
1: you hear me? That's it.
0: Maybe I was singing to the tune of Papa, Can You Hear Me? Because I haven't actually seen the Frozen movie, but there was a song in the Frozen movie called Do You Want to Build a Snowman? hmm I don't know the tune to it because I haven't seen it because I, I'm not raising small girls at this point in my life. There's other things I'm sad about, too, but I don't feel like talking about it anymore. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've taken advantage of my audience listening to me too much at this point. I don't want to I don't wanna I don't want to keep going down this road. Yeah, I already feel bad enough that I went through two things instead of just one, so I'm sorry audience. I'm fucking sorry. Uh, That's
1: okay. You know what? That's what they're there for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why you exist, audience.
1: (laughs) Thanks, audience.
0: You think you're here to get entertained, but you're really just here for us, for Tim and I to offload all the
1: shit we're sad about onto in the last 10 minutes of each episode. Precisely. I mean, that's why we talk about exactly the things we want to talk about, so thanks for dealing with it, y'all. You guys are great. If you would like to uh, you know, give it back to us, we are more than happy to hear from you. Um, that's right. There's all kinds of places that you can tell us about. Uh, how you're sad that uh, the social credit system's keeping you down, or that your dog food gave you cancer, or whatever. You know, like uh, we want to know about all these kinds of things. So where can they find us, Jimmy?
0: All right, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Just to to add on to what Tim was saying, this isn't a one way street. While we've just offloaded all this, you know, really boring, mundane bullshit onto you all about what's making us bummed out. You know, if there's something that's bumming you out and you don't have anyone to share that with, we've all been there. We've all had times in our life that we've had shit. We've been sad or bummed out about it, whether it be mundane, shitty snowflake foreheads or whatever Tim was sad about that I've already forgotten. You can offload that onto us and maybe, you know, take the little load off, feel a little better. And you can do that by emailing us. At, cynic at gmail.com. we would love to hear from you there. You can also like us on the Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message, or you can tweet at us at cynicempowerme1. And Tim and I would be more than happy to hear from you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Jimmy would be. I mean, I guess I'd be. Ha- I'd be happy too. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be a better good time. Yeah, you guys need to need to tell us what's up. Uh tell us about uh uh all the awesome new sex toys. I mean massagers Yeah, you guys are gonna get,
0: you know. Yeah, we don't we don't have an office yet, but uh you know some of the podcasts that I listen to, people that listen that I enjoy will send gifts mm-hmm. to the podcast host. Yep. So, you know, if for whatever reason you wanted to send us, you know, like a Hitachi magic wand, I'm not saying that's like something that we would want, mm-hmm. but if that was something that you would be interested in sending to us We'd be more than happy to take that off your hands. But
1: we would. We would love to accept it as a gift, explicitly, yes. a explicitly
0: gift. a gift that you will not get back in return. No,
1: absolutely. If you not. just,
0: if we, if we say something that offends you later on in our podcasting future that offends you, in which that you no longer want us to have it, we, we're making clear and certain right here, right now, that it is a gift. If you send something to us, and you're never going to get it back.
1: Uh, unless we don't want it. I mean, there's a possibility if it's not in the clamshell, it's going right back. And even if we decide we,
0: we don't want it, after we're done with it, you're not going to want it. So just, just decide now that you don't want it. Yeah. This is for
1: your best interest. It's to come to terms with that fact now. I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Are you Sure.
0: Oh, man. Do you want to build a snowman? Papa, can you hear me? Build a snowman with your poor Chinese credit. Take your Chinese poor credit and try to build a Hitachi sex toy. But you get denied. Denied from your Hitachi sex toy. Because your credit is too bad. <sighs> Then the luxury cat food which you feed your cat will make you sad. You both have tuberculosis.